Boom. All right, I think we are live. What is going on, everybody? Randall419, the man with the million, back again with another Xbox 2 podcast. And I promise you, this podcast will definitely have more gameplay than the Xbox Series X first look <laughs> gameplay event that we all just uh, watched a little bit ago. Um, and of course, I'm with I'm with my uh, co-host, the one and only Jez Corden of Windows Central. Uh, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm all good, man. I've just literally started my vacation. I've got a week's vacation, so I'm chilling with a glass of the good old bourbon. And getting ready to podcast with my good friend, Randolph. Oh, That's Benjamin. right. That's right. It's This is going to be a good one. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't even know where to begin here. I, I don't even know where to begin. Because I haven't tweeted any of my thoughts about the show. Because I knew we were doing one. Um, and we we were supposed to do the show tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. but your uh, lovely girlfriend, it, it's her birthday. It is. It is indeed. And of course, so I wouldn't I make you. I wouldn't make you, you know, <laughs> podcast on your girlfriend's birthday because we, we we want Jez to be a good boyfriend, right? We, I, I don't. Get, I don't want to get I, you in trouble in any way. Yeah, I, I'd get a beating if if I did that. So let's let's not go there. Yes. So you know what? We're not. Uh, we're not going to really talk about games played, even though uh, you know I, I played a couple games, played some Street to Rage Four. I'll talk about that next week. I'm sure Jez will. Talk about the stuff we played, you know, even though this is a regular Xbox 2 podcast, obviously we got to talk about the big news today, as well as like the press release that Microsoft put out the other day about how they're having all these different events uh, throughout the course of the year leading up to the launch of the um, Series X console. So, you know, while I'm waiting for everybody to pile into the room, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe button, share this bitch out on uh social media because that's you know youtube doesn't really do a good job of it and we already have a super chat from dead captain james who says i'll take a mediocre show over no show other than ac it was decent and i will have to warn everybody here uh jez is uh probably did you say you're already drinking or uh you're oh, yeah, about to be drinking about half an hour ago so did did xbox drive you to drink jez <laughs> Did, did, is this Xbox no, is doing? No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't was that. It? Was it? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you go on uh, social media. The uh, reaction was very, very uh, negative. Like I was, I saw the Jeff Keighley tweet where they said, where you know, fifty percent of the people said it. They'd rated a D, which is not the uh, score you'd want to get. I noticed that it has more dislikes than likes on YouTube. For the reveal, yeah. uh, the tr- you know the the, the uh, stream and stuff like that. So, before we like go into all the different games, give me your honest to god opinion <laughs> of this show. I know you wrote an article for Windows Central. Everybody out there should obviously already be checking that out. Have it bookmarked for Jazz, right? Book but marked. what did you think? What did you think of uh, what did you think of the show? Like, I mean. <sighs> It's complicated, isn't it? Like, how how long 
Do you, do you want me to give you a brief just, overview? No, I mean, just just, just speak. Just speak. Just t- tell me what's in your heart right now, Jez. Tell me what's, what's in, your in my heart. heart. What's in your heart? What's in my heart is that there was a disconnect between the pre-event buildup and the reality of the event itself. Because every game in that event I was interested in, every game in that event looked pretty great. Like, The Ascent looks awesome. Cyberpunk Diablo, all about that. Brilliant. I'm totally down for that. And stuff like The Medium, Akira Yamoka from Silent Hill doing the music, sold already. Completely sold. So there was a lot of games in there that were great and that I'm really interested in. I honestly don't think there was a single game in there that I thought meh at except Madden because I don't play Madden. Um, and maybe Dirt because I don't play racing games. But that's just a genre thing. That didn't mean they looked bad. So pretty much every game I thought was pretty cool. But... This was billed specifically as a gameplay event. And I went back to check if I was just being crazy. And if I thought, did they actually say this was going to be a gameplay event? Or did everyone else say that? And did that just become viral? But no, in every single tweet and every single blog post, they describe it as an Xbox Series X gameplay event, showcasing the first of Xbox Series X gameplay. Now, I think there's a disconnect between what is generally regarded as gameplay footage and what is essentially a trailer footage. I don't really consider an in-engine trailer where it's super cut, choreographed, camera angles you don't get in the real game. I don't consider that to be gameplay. If I can't do what's in the trailer in the game, it's not gameplay. It's a trailer. So this was more like, uh, a, if, this was more like a string of trailers you get before you watch a movie, right? Where it's like, it's super cut, it's super fast-paced, you can't really see anything that's going on. Whereas gameplay demo, a gameplay showcase, showcase means demo. And that, for me, that means something a little bit more like Nintendo Direct. A little bit slower paced, a little bit more detailed, a little bit more like... And especially when they throw in the fact that this is Xbox Series X... I was expecting something like, okay, this is what we can do on the Xbox Series X. Look at this ray tracing. Look at what we can do with their NVMe hard drive, uh, solid state drive. This is what we can do with the Xbox Series X that we can't do on past gen systems. There was none of that. Mm. There was nothing in that trailer that made me think, oh, wow, that's only possible on the Xbox Series X. Uh, all of those games I would have happily believed would run on the Xbox One X. Maybe not at th- 60 frames per second. But the trailers weren't 60 frames a second, they were 30 frames a second. So, you know, you can't you can't see that in the in the stream. So if this was supposedly an Xbox Series X demonstration event, which is what I took away from the pre-event build-up, they didn't do a good job. And because of that expectation they'd set, I even though the games they showed were good, and I'm really interested in a lot of them, I came away with a sense of deflation, disappointment. Like, I didn't see anything that was Xbox Series X related there. I didn't see anything that was really amounted to gameplay. Like, even the even the Assassin's Creed Valhalla stuff, which was billed as the headline act, there was nothing really gameplay-esque in there. It was all a super cut of cutscenes. You know, we didn't see a UI. We didn't see, like, a gameplay demonstration. We didn't see how combat works. All we just heard is a bunch of stuff after the show where they described like, oh yeah, combat's more visceral. I'm pretty sure they've said the combat's more visceral about literally every sequel that ever existed. 
Like, what's different about the combat? Yeah, that, that... What is different about it? You can't call combat vis- more visceral. You do that every bloody two years, you know? So, and maybe that's not Microsoft's fault, but in any case, I think more what this says to me is, this is, repre- and this is what I wrote in my article, is that it's representative of the difficulty of creating this kind of event from home, you know? And they're all on their webcams and using their laptop microphones. And my God, someone <laughs> at Microsoft send some of these employees a good microphone. Yeah, like they don't even cost much money. Like I think the the microphone I'm using for this podcast costs like sixty dollars. You can get a microphone for sixty dollars. Please get these people a good microphone, Microsoft. Yeah, you... I know Satya Nadella can afford to get some people a microphone, but you know, it's, Jeez, Jez, it's... you're going all in. You're just literally going all in on it right now. It's okay, <laughs> but, but it's, okay, but it's it's also but that's the thing. It's the difficulty of making this kind of show from home. And I wrote my article as well. It's not for lack of passion. You know, clearly. There's, there's tons of passion that's gone into this project. And the fact that they even bothered to do it when they could have just said, you know what, we'll just wait for the July event and not even bother to do this. But it's just, it's a sort of misstep of setting expectations. And Microsoft keeps doing this. They keep doing this whole misstepping and setting up these expectations that ultimately they don't deliver on. And it always seems to revolve around inside Xbox. We've talked about it before in the past. How inside Xbox is sort of, it's it's never really delivered that well, you know. It's like if you and I, I always well, compare it to Nintendo. See, that's, Direct. that's where I'll agree. Uh, that's where I'll disagree with you because I actually thought this was probably the best inside Xbox. To be honest, I mean, it probably was, and, but and that, I th- that's a low bar. Well, sure, that's that's a low bar, and I agree with pretty much most of what you're saying, and. Gotta give a shout out to Frosted that shit. He says, every game did look great, but the lack of gameplay was bad. I watched it in 4K on my OLED and thought all the games looked effing amazing. So, I agree with you. Like, when I actually like this show. As, like, if you just, like, separate the first look gameplay of Xbox Series X. If you separate that this was our first look, and this was just an event where you were gonna see new games, I thought this showing was really good because when i look at the list of games here i liked a lot of them i'd like six of them there was there was a bunch of games i'm like you know what i am going to play that that looks really interesting the disconnect like you mentioned is when now you take this kind of indie a jumbo size id at xbox stream right and you kind of then move it into this is the first gameplay that we're seeing of next gen. And I think that's where everybody just looks at it and is like, really? This is it's that it's that disconnect between the two because on, on one hand the event's fine and the games are really cool. And then on, on the neck on the other hand, it's like this wasn't the first this wasn't the best way to debut xbox series x because when you you think about what they talk about xbox series x they talk about ray tracing didn't see any ray tracing any of these videos right and in fact most of the most of these videos they had like text at the top there like gameplay representative of xbox series x which probably means it wasn't even running on a dev kit it was it's probably just like pc that's supposed to be like it so it wasn't right so it's like okay where's Mm. the ray tracing 
what oh, and then the other thing we talk about like fast loading what about the loading and stuff like that like some of the features that make why i would want to spend five hundred dollars on xbox series x really didn't come across in the stream like and like you said like a lot of these games if you'd have told me they were xbox one x like okay i i believe you so i didn't really feel that they sold in fact I think this event undersold the uh, the Xbox Series X because I don't think it showcased enough of what the system potentially can do. Because mm. you know, when you look at the games that were there, it was just like, yeah, they're really cool, they're really interesting games, but it's like I, they don't really look that impressive. And you know, and, and I sit there and I think, well, it is only May. You know, even if you were one, you waiting for E three to see stuff. That's next month. People are working from home because of the current situation in the world. So, like, I know it's a struggle to get trailers and games made. So, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, how how much was going to be ready by this point in time, right? So, like I said, on one hand, I I liked what I saw. Because at the end of the day, like, I love video games. And I saw a bunch here I wanted to play. But then the other part of it is like, hey... You sold this as first look at Xbox Series X gameplay, and it was very. This wasn't. This wouldn't be what I would do. Like, and then when you combine it with Xbox hyping this to the moon, right? Where they put out tweets like "Tomorrow changes the game," right? And it, mm. and it's like real. Like Did they say that. Yeah, they put out a tweet that says "Tomorrow changes the game." Or rather, the games do the changing, and See, like this, is, this, this makes me wonder. Like, did they, did they, had they even seen the show? The people who, had of course, they saw the, the show. And I mean, like, and I guess yeah, it's marketing to get people, you know, situate like they get people to get their eyes on it, right? Like a lot of people, obviously, wanted to see something because this is the first time you're seeing next gen stuff, and like because of that, what they showed here, uh, I. I wasn't really a good indication of next gen in my opinion, but I'll give a shout out to Benny Beck. He says important. Where can we buy Aaron's fridge? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dead captain James says pre trend and the Ashen Luca, Luca. He she says she, uh, mute smooth. He spoiled last of us too. Don't want to be ruined for you. Also. Hi boys. Hope oh, everybody's, dear. uh, having a great day. Uh, thanks for being here. So yeah, I like the show. I like the show. Like, on its own, I thought it was solid. Like, in Jeff Keighley's poll, I gave it a B. Because I liked the games that were sh- that were shown there. But as, like, the first showing... Wow, more optimistic than I, I was. And, but here's the thing. I had no expectations for the show. Mine were on the floor. I expected nothing, right? So when they showed... When they started it off with Bright Memory Infinite, I was like, that looks really cool. It's made by one dude. Like, that looks awesome. And even kind of... Look- one dude? Yeah, it's made by one guy. I'm like, that even kind of looks next-gen. I'm down for it, right? And then there was Scorn, right? That H.R. Geiger alien-looking game with weird phalluses everywhere. Like, I was like, wait a minute. What is Xbox doing here? That looks like a dick coming out of the wall. And, you know, like, what <laughs> And the then you hell? were like, oh, wow. Like, What's wait a minute. feeling I have? <laughs> wait a minute. And, like, yeah, that's that That game is... Only, and here's some other things. Like, if you go and look at, like, a friend of the show, Cloberl, on Twitter, he's discovered that 
Some of these games are console exclusive to Xbox. Some of them are actually like a next gen exclusive where they're only Series X and PC and Scorn is one of them. That's more information that you would like to know that they didn't present very well during during the sh- like inside Xbox, right? Like we didn't we didn't even like have press releases that some of these games are going to be in Game Pass. Like I was seeing it pop up on the screen. Uh this is in Game Pass and I was like, hang on a sec. The the press releases are saying nothing about this. And like, and then they had like a series of blog posts on Xbox Wire, which went into way more detail about the games and whether they were included in smart delivery, whether they had Xbox Game Pass, whether they're exclusive. Didn't really get a sense of that in the show. And like, again, it was it was just, I don't know. Microsoft seems to do this thing where they want to pack so much into such a little space, and they they've got this fear of that people will get bored or something like. People people sit and they'll watch a 20-minute presentation about Pokemon or Animal Crossing, and they'll love it. Yeah. You know, I, I think, like, when it's not a live audience, when it's, like, a video that you can skim through or you don't have to watch live, I think you can go into more detail. And I think, like, they should have done something more like that. Like, there's no need for this to have been a paste like a live show, like you were presenting to a live audience. The, that's what the pacing felt like to me. Like it was designed for a live audience, and, and maybe that maybe they'd already had it filmed for E3 or something. Well, so that's know. the that's the other thing about this is like you know when you sit down there and you watch Microsoft's recent press conferences. Like if you go back and watch the last four years of their shows, and they're about an hour and forty minutes long. What they showed you today felt like that twenty-five minute section in a press conference. Where it's like, okay, we're going to show you some higher profile indie games that didn't make the ID at Xbox montage, right? And we're going to cut that section out and we're going to move it to its own event. That's what this felt like. It felt like a 25 minute section of an hour, of a bigger hour and 40 minute uh, press event or, or, or E3 event that they just did it on its own, right? And they, they threw in Assassin's Creed and Madden, but Assassin's Creed was like, it was, the, it was the dinner. It was what people were coming here for. That's what it felt like to me. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm watching E3 because it was just trailer after trailer. They even had the world premiere, although they didn't have the guy go, world premiere. Or, or say, exclusive. Well, it didn't World premiere. World premiere. Xbox exclusive. Ray tracing. Smart Xbox delivery. Xbox Windows 10 exclusive. Right? Xbox Game Pass World Premiere exclusive. And they did, like other than that, like it almost felt exactly like a E3 showing. It did just so yeah. When I look at it, I'm like, I and I I I know like people obviously were hyped because they they're everybody's really excited about next generation. Sony's been extremely quiet about what they're doing. So anything PS5 is like blowing up you got the logo you got the controller people are dying for playstation news and xbox has literally been on fire with the series x marketing since last year and people are dying to see the games because we've talked about hardware enough we've talked about 12 teraflops to death you know people have been talking about ssds and what they can do for gaming forever they've been talking about like how that's going to The SSD is going to basically destroy the Series X in favor of PS5. Like, everybody has gone over the specs of these consoles for so long. And it's finally gotten to the point where we're like, all right, we're going to see some games. Great. This is is the moment I live for. 
the moment I dream of, next generation gameplay. And, I, and, and, and to me, since I'm actually a guy who plays smaller stuff, there's a lot here I was interested in, but I knew as I was watching this, I knew as I was, you know, watching all of this, I knew, every, I knew most people would not like this because most people are not tuning in to see Call of the Sea. They're not tuning in to see Second Extinction, right? They're tuning uh-huh. in to see the big stuff. And the big stuff wasn't there. And the one big game that they did have there shit the bed with their gameplay reveal, unfortunately. Oh, man. All right. Um, <laughs> let, 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 go by game by game here, Jez. The very first one, Bright Memory Infinite. What'd you think about it? Now, the thing is, right, I was interested in that game until you said it was my boy one guy. Now, that's not to be shallow or mean, because that's a huge achievement. If one guy made that, that's a huge achievement. Mm-hmm. But realistically, what can you expect from the scope of that game? You know? I what can know. you expect? Like, if it's made by one guy, is it going to be, like, just a, like, I don't know, like, a couple of hours long or something? Like, what can you realistically expect? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in that vein, it's kind of like it's kind of, it's slipped into my wait and see category, you know? Like, it looked really cool. Like, like uh, when he kicked the dude up in the air and cut him in half, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I like out of a game. Cutting people in half. Give me a game where I can cut people in half. And I'm, I'm immediately interested. But, you know, it sounds like it's going to be a smaller game. So it it's kind of like, like not the sort of game you want to showcase next gen with. What do you think? I mean, I... I actually really liked the look of that game. I, I did. I ain't gonna like. I liked most of the games shown here. That game got me hyped, and then he got into Delorean and stuff. And I'm like, that is a game I'll play day one. But I got to give a shout out to well over a thousand people already watching. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the show, make sure you hit the like button. I'm sure a lot of people will come in here and dislike it. Share this out on Twitter. We thank you for being here. But no, dude, like Bright Memory Infinite. Like I dig that game. I, I really, really do. Uh, it's probably like in my top like three from the games shown at here, um, I, but I guess like the other. So I'm gonna skip a couple games. We'll come back to them. And there's there's one aspect here that me and you have been talking about for some time, and that's smart delivery. Right? They highlighted a lot of the games here that featured smart delivery or that were on Game Pass, but Madden NFL 21 Jez <laughs> really has a okay. So we got we got to get down to the bottom of this. So EA put out a press release afterwards talking about how there is a what shall we call it a limited time offer to get a free version of Xbox Series X. You have to basically buy the game between a certain point of time and upgrade it to the Series X version by like March of 2021. And after yep. that, presumably it's not free anymore, which means there would be an X, the Madden NFL 21 Series X version and a Madden NFL 21 Xbox One version that then you would have to pay separately for. It really screws over people who don't upgrade in the in the early early in the early you know in the early period. You know, it's 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 a really scummy thing to do, frankly. And EA knows that they can probably get away with it with the sports titles. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that for their sports titles and less so for their core titles because like they've been screwing their sports fans for years with things like FIFA ultimate team pay to win and 
all that stuff, re-releasing the same game every year over and over again with very minimal changes. They probably think they can get away with it. Um, and maybe they can, but I'm going to kick up a stink about that and write an article about how scummy it is at some point. Well, so it, it's definitely... So you presumably they'll do it with some of the other games. And I wonder if EA is... I wonder how many of these other publishers will do the same thing where it's like, oh, you can upgrade but you have to do it within a certain amount of time and you got to buy the game. And probably more than likely, I, I would say it's a fair bet that this only applies to the digital version of Madden, correct? There's no way this applies mm. to a physical version you buy from Amazon, right? I mean, maybe it could. Well, that'd be, that'd maybe. be mega scummy if they did that. I mean, right? Like, I'm, think, cause it, cause it, cause I'm thinking it has to really only apply to the digital copy because how else would you know? I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a way they could have like a little code inside like the cover when you buy it from Amazon or whatever. But I, 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 I knew this was going to happen, right? And people, people have been people say like, no, it, nobody, who would dare charge for upgrades or whatever? I'm like, hey, hello, EA, Activision, Rockstar. There's a lot of greedy companies out there, right? And if and if they're like, well, you know, if we're gonna put our employees and have them spend time, which is money, making these versions as best as possible. Well, we want to be able to charge for it again. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised. And I'm not surprised. It's basically the first one is, is, um, is EA. And the thing is like, I like it, it's, you can't, you can't justify it because like in one sense, if you, if you're going to do a remake of a game, like Final Fantasy VII, full-blown remake, new models, new everything, new voice acting, new combat system. Basically, it's a whole new game based on another one. That's a remake. They can sell that again, no problem. But if you're selling me Madden again, and all you're doing is tweaking a config file to scale the resolution up and change the frame rate, you're basically trying to sell me two copies of a single PC game, which is just scummy you know it's it's not like the madden xbox series x version is going to have super duper differences it's going to have oops it's going to have better frame rate and a better resolution it's not going to have like any special features it's not going to use the nvme hard drive to offer more animations or anything like that it's just going to be a config file tweet and i'm sure there'll be people who data mine and prove it that it, all they've done is like literally upscaled the resolution a bit and expect you to buy the game twice. That's just, it's just scummy. It's just scummy, you know, but that's EA. That's what we come to expect of EA. And, you know, if anyone's going to try and try and break that seal, it's going to be them. It's going to be Activision. I wouldn't be surprised if Activision does the same with Call of Duty. I wouldn't you be know. surprised either. I wouldn't be surprised. All like Rockstar probably do that. And that Rockstar could probably get away with it. But yeah, uh, Rockstar, I mean, Rockstar basically, but the thing is like, I was willing to give Rockstar a pass because at least Xbox 360 had different architecture and you could argue that, yeah, maybe that to port it, blah, 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 blah. But there's no excuse here. Like Xbox One version of Madden is going to be on the same architecture as the Xbox Series X version of Madden. It's literally the same architecture because GameCore OS, I'm not even sure if GameCore, the GameCore development platform, I'm not even sure that's going to be ready for launch. I think that's like something that developers will move to down the line. So, like for the for the interim, they're basically going to be working with a more powerful version of the the Xbox um, exclusive access thingy. The it's called a what's it called now? 
exclusive resource access, I think it's called ERA. The Xbox development environment is called ERA, right? Right. And nicknamed or so. And it's going to be the same development environment as that. So all they're doing is tweaking a config file. It's it's scummy, man. It's not right. It's it's scummy. <laughs> so i got to give a shout out to Garbage Grove for the Super <laughs> Chat. It says, what's in store for Xbox if the July event flops? Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Because, like, in my opinion, I think Microsoft just put even more pressure on their first party and whatever they have planned for July to deliver even more so now than ever before. Because now... Every, like, look, people people have been saying, hey, wait, wait, wait for E3, wait for E3, or wait for this. You know, t- 2018 comes around, oh, wait till next year. Okay, 2019 comes, wait, wait for 2020. Like, oh, you got to give time for the studios to build games, all that stuff, right? But at some point, you got you to gotta, you gotta shit or you got to get off the pot, right? You can't constantly keep on saying, well, just wait. So, because most people didn't like this show like they got to come out with one of their best shows ever whatever they're doing for july they have to completely nail it they got to show people 100 percent what their what their studios are doing and i'm telling you right now if anybody from xbox is listening i know some some of them do you cannot do with your first party in july event what you just did with this that is not going to cut it I don't want to see two-minute Halo Infinite trailer, okay? I don't want to see, uh, you know, two- to three-minute interspersed gameplay cut for, for your games. That's not going to cut it. It needs to be longer, especially Halo Infinite. Like, that game's supposed to come out this year, and we'll see. I know you Microsoft is recommitted to trying to get that game out for holiday this year. But I need a lengthy gameplay demo. When I mean gameplay, I mean like my hands are on the controller. And what is going on is what I'm seeing. Not this like, well, it's gameplay, but like the camera's moved around. The HUD is removed. It's super quick cuts. All the stuff that they did today where it's really just a gameplay trailer kind of just mishmashed together. Like I want a long gameplay demo of seven minutes of uninterrupted gameplay. That's what needs to happen. Because I'm sorry, if you think you can if you think you can come into this event in July and do the same exact thing here, you people are going to jump all over you again. And you know, since everything doesn't exist exist in a vacuum, whatever Sony does, and if Sony blows it out of the park by showing huge gameplay demos of what they're doing, this is going to make you look even worse by comparison. So, yeah, like, the pressure's on. And I understand, also, that we live in unprecedented times, right? Everybody's working from home, and things take time to build. Like, I get it. I understand that, but... (laughs) Like you could, people expect certain things, uh, and I'm just saying like people are going to expect that when they tune in July. They're going to expect you to wow them, right? And if you don't do it, well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I I I think they can. I think I think Microsoft has a lot of great studios that are making that are going to make incredible games. But they need to showcase that. And you really can't showcase that in two-minute spurts. 
And then on top of that, you got to showcase the loading differences, ray tracing, like all, all the stuff that's unique to Series X. You need to do a much better job of showing people why they need to get this system, you know, instead of keeping their, their older system. But uh, shout out to George for the super chat. He says, Microsoft needs to walk the walk and stop talking the talk. Let their first party games into talking. Microsoft keeps dropping the ball. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what I said. Sin Vendetta says, so it seems both Sony and Microsoft have made their first misstep for this next generation. Uh, yeah, Sony's been unusually quiet. Um, They're dealing with the Last of Us 2 PR disaster. And yeah, I also kind of agree that this was the first misstep, mainly because I think Microsoft themselves hyped this event up way too much by calling it a first look gameplay and then really not having any. And Dead Captain James says, PSA, you can... Play the first memory bright or bright memory on Steam right now. Um, yeah, I think it's on. I, I think it's on PC. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to play that game whenever it does come out. Um, yeah. So the whole smart delivery thing is is interesting, and then we we don't even know like the whole story surrounding it because we don't even know what PlayStation's doing yet. Like, do they have a version of cross buy and smart delivery? Because then that topic becomes bigger if they don't. Where if they just expect, you know, you to rebuy all your stuff. So, like, we'll just have to basically see how that plays out. Um, yeah, Jez, uh, I mean, <laughs> what else? Part I mean, of it's part of it, genuinely, part of it must just be the, the difficulty of getting shows together for E3. Like, one of, the, one of the things I speculated about is that, you know, back... back at E3, the E3 era, we had this like really strong, really defining event in the year, which everyone would focus on. It was this huge branded thing that everyone would know. This is the show where we find out what happens next year. And a lot of these games are like what you describe, what you described earlier as like the kind of games that you put in between some of your more heavy hitters, you know, you maybe have your cyberpunk and then maybe you show the ascent and then maybe you'd show Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then maybe you show scorn. And then maybe you'd show, I don't know, splinter cell, you know, or something. And then you'd have something else, you know, it's, it's the kind of game you'd sprinkle in between some of the other stuff for like, maybe some of your more niche audiences, like these horror games, a niche, you know, horror, yeah. a lot of people just straight up don't like horror. Like they're, they're too I scared. Do, though. I do. I really like horror, and I'm going to tell you which yeah, one, which one really, like really excited me the most. Uh, after uh, read the couple super chats, here we got one from Adam. Madden in March 2021 will be 20 bucks anyway. I'm guessing they'll phase out one version, have only one skew. Uh, Ravens Woe says, "Hey, I was hoping for some gameplay of at least one AAA game compared to the old Xbox. Super disappointed." Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, man, everybody's like the chat is just going crazy. Uh, we got one from Bush and Brucat. He says, great show guys. Two things. I believe the footage of Valhalla was in game. It reminds me of the AC three engine trailer. Please say series X and drop the Xbox. Sounds better. Uh, yeah, usually when I type it out, I type out series X and I do think Valhalla was in game. It was, I think it was gameplay. I think they just cut it in a way that made it look more cinematic. Like they moved the camera around and they removed the HUD and stuff like that. But I don't think that's what people really wanted from yeah, like, first I look. I believe, I believe that all the gameplay was indicative of what it looked like in engine. Like I do believe that. But the thing is, you're not going to get some of those camera angles when you're playing it. You're not going to get some of that like 
the super choreographed stuff, you know, you're not going to get some of that. Like when I think of gameplay, I think of like literally popped in, popped straight into my head when I said when I think of gameplay. I think of the first Fallout Three demo where they showed like you can do this, you can do that. Like it was the first three D Fallout, and it just blew my mind. I was like, oh my god, that looks amazing! Like I can do all this stuff. And like when they showed like Mass Effect Two, the gameplay demo for that, and it was like, my god, this is such a huge step up from Mass Effect the original one. And you know, and it was like a good, you know three five six seven eight minute gameplay walkthrough i don't know why they don't do that anymore it honestly feels like they very rarely do these sort of long form gameplay walkthroughs and i don't know why it kind of come to me it comes across like they're afraid of putting it in a bad light or something or they think like the youtube generation needs something a little more fake like you know they're not they're not willing to make something that looks less interesting maybe they 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 feel like they have to they have to sex everything up for the modern generation or something maybe that's what it is maybe there's a there's a whole marketing mad method to this madness that i'm completely unaware of you know and i have to hope that's what it is because to me and my you know 33 year old eyes it just looks like you're afraid of showing what the game really looks like and that puts me off you know, yeah, I it's, think it's weird. It's, Maybe it's, it's not, a generational. Thing. It's not just really Xbox. I think a lot of a lot of dev developers and publishers have kind of shied away from the long form gameplay demo. I think it's because like I think it's because like you you show off a long form gameplay thing a year or two before it comes out, and then inevitably it gets com- compared, and people always say downgrade. Oh, it's been downgraded, <laughs> like because you like, like Watch, the Watch Dogs, Dogs thing, right? yeah, like Watch Dogs or the Division stuff, or like the tra- like the, the the demo was obviously downgraded, and I don't think they want that that comparison anymore. So like maybe, but you know if this, I I, I do think if this wasn't touted as first look gameplay, I don't think people would be complaining that much about not having gameplay. You know that that it, it's the way it was pushed, the way it was marketed that i think people have a problem with like i think for the most part uh you know like i i think people feel like me where the show showed some cool games and i liked it but then you can't divorce it from the fact that like this was marketed as it's changing the game microsoft and series x is changing the game because that was a literal tweet right and this was our first look and i think people can't divorce those two concepts so it's just like really this is what it doesn't look any different than the current generation uh, that that I'm on right now, and there is like, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you know these are cross gen games, and if you actually go and look, you because I thought about this earlier, Jez, compare the first look for Xbox One to the first look of Series X, and so that means you got to go back and compare it to the TV, TV, TV stuff from 2013 to this right here, and I'll take this right here a million times over what they showed off at E3 2020 or, you know, it, and, um, uh, the, the, the Don Matrick thing. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. You got anything else to say, Jez? I mean, like, I guess I'll, I'll you know what? I'll, I'll talk about the, 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 the horror game. They, there was a bunch of them here that I really enjoyed. One was the medium by Bloober team. And the other one was scorned. Like those two, are must plays for me like after watching those trailers and the apparently music for medium was mind-blowing 
And apparently they're both kind of console exclusive to Xbox. Like we mentioned launch it before. Yeah. Well, we mentioned before that Cloberal said that a few of these games are launch exclusive or console exclusive. You know, they're beyond PC, but they're also on Xbox. But like, why didn't Microsoft say that during the show at all? I don't understand that. It could, could he be wrong? And could it like, you know what I'm like? Usually they always highlight like this game's exclusive or or whatever and the fact that they didn't for this I just it's so it's so weird. Um and I got to give a shout out to Sajibot with the huge super chat. He says, "Quick thought on today's event. I wasn't expecting much, but what I got were some cool-looking games I never would have looked at and I completely agree with you and I'm sure those publishers and those developers of those games are probably really happy to have their game showcased like this." I give the show a B score for bringing attention to those games for me. Keep up the good work, guys. Well, thank you, Saji. And uh, we got one from Maxwell. He says, I want some historically accurate feudal Japanese giant crab gameplay in July. We have one from Joseph saying, Xbox is truly the console equivalent of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Skyra <laughs> uh, kind of. says, their biggest problem right now is they set Sony up perfectly to clean house with their show. If they announce price before they show AAA games, I don't think anybody... Will can be convinced on this system. Like this isn't like the this isn't the end of Xbox. Like I just think they made. I think it was just just the first misstep. You can come back from this. All you got to do is just yeah. have a great a great showing. Show what the first parties are doing. All that stuff. Like I know a lot of people are basically saying rip Xbox at this point, but I don't think so. The it, it, mm-hmm. this would have been a great third show if you had let off with here's what our first party is doing and here's maybe some of the more. Uh, bigger third parties and then you had this show where it was like an indie like a bigger indie like show show reel people would have loved it but it was just the expectations and hype were built up and i I do have to ask this question to you jazz after i read this uh from victor he says this what makes me nervous of a locked heart release because it makes the series x a res box kind of what this show did this killed the momentum um i saw somebody say that i'm uh responsible for some of the overhype (laughs) <laughs> uh do you do you agree with that by chance Did, am i responsible in a, in a video where really. I, in, in the video where i said i have literally no idea what is they're going to show and the, that the thing is microsoft themselves set all the microsoft has a responsibility ultimately to set expectations and they ultimately know what commentators are going to say if they say certain things or i would hope so you know, I'm pretty glad I didn't do a predictions article about this because if I had done, it probably would have been a similar vein to you. Like, I would have been like, okay, so the headlines Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I would have expected games on a similar sort of caliber. You know, I would have expected Cyberpunk at least because they've got this whole marketing thing. They've got like a custom console that they're trying to push and all this stuff. I would have expected Cyberpunk and Valhalla at the very least. And then you got a bunch of games that we haven't heard from from a while like dying light 2 which seemed like a really good candidate to put there so it didn't come across to me like this was supposed to be a sort of smaller double a indie sort of showcase but that's what it ultimately ended up being but the thing is it's it's not even a like we've said before it's not even about the games not being of a high quality it's about the way that they've failed to manage expectations. And they build this as a gameplay showcase for the next-gen console, which they have been very transparent 
about its capabilities, the ray tracing, the frame rates, and all this sort of stuff. There was none of that in the show. So I think, like, YouTubers can't be blamed for taking what Microsoft said at face value. Like, wh what do they expect? What do they expect everyone to do? Like, take what Microsoft says and then try and just downplay it and be like, keep your expectations in check. Keep your expectations in check. You should always keep your expectations in check. But if Microsoft are pushing this show like it's something more than it is, that's nobody's fault other than Microsoft, in my opinion. I mean, I guess, like, you know, I try, I try to do predictions for every event that Microsoft does. And normally I do pretty good. This one... I made it pretty clear in my video, like, I had no clue. I, I didn't know the scope of the show. I didn't know the length of the show. It made it incredibly difficult to kind of get a feel of what they were showing. Um, I, I basically said I didn't know, and I kind of hoped for the best. I was like, hey, you know, they Cyberpunk could be there, and Elden Ring could be there. Uh, and I do think if we got a, like, a better look at Assassin's Creed... Like, if we got a three- or four-minute, five-minute actual demo, I think this event would be looked at a little bit differently than it currently is. Because a lot of people were waiting for that moment, and then it came, and it was probably the worst trailer out of all of them. When you think about all the games shown here, right? Bright Memory, Infinite, Infinite Dirt 5, Scorn, Chorus, which was that uh, like space game from Deep Silver, which looked cool, but I mean, you only got really small snippets of gameplay, so it was like you can't really judge. Madden, which didn't show anything other than you know Patrick Mahomes on a couch. Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines, which is like I didn't really care for. Call of the Sea, which I thought looked interesting. The Ascent, which was that um, twin-stick shooter, which I thought looked great. The Medium with looked excellent with the composer from Silent Hill. Like that, that, that game is day one. Um, Scarlet Nexus, which is like the anime kind of hack and slash game from Bandai. I'm not really interested in that. Uh, Second Extinction, which is that, uh, what Dino Crisis <laughs> game from Avalanche, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I got from it. Uh, Yakuza seven, like a dragon. And it's not from Avalanche though. It's not from Avalanche. It's from systemic reaction which are a subsidiary of Avalanche, mm, subsidiary. who made the game Generation Zero, which wasn't great. Yeah. So. And then Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It honestly, out of those 13 games, Assassin's Creed Valhalla maybe had, I don't know, the third worst? The fourth worst? Like, the mm. trailer they actually showed for Assassin's Creed Valhalla was not good at all. And I think that really... And that was the one that you, that you put out there... To draw people in, you put it last, and it was a wet fart. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. That trailer was not good whatsoever. So you leave... And and then, you know, you had this really nice pace inside Xbox. It was 27 minutes long. You showed all the trailers. And then you go into the questions with the developers. It, it kind of fell apart afterwards. Like, it was like, okay, you did a good 27 minutes. I like the, you know, the fast pace and stuff, but... I think if I didn't like I didn't like the fast pace. I did. I, I mean, wanted, I wanted I wanted a slower pace. I wanted to see how okay, those sure, games sure. are next gen. Sure, yeah. I, I wanted to see like detail. I wanted to see slow. I wanted to see gameplay features. No, no, I didn't I, want to see a, a a bunch of trailers tied together in Adobe no, Premiere. I, if if I would take that, yeah, like I would much rather have all those games have a little bit longer gameplay segments showing off the ray tracing. 
Which, by the way, have you have you gone to the Xbox? Doc- I know. I think you probably have Xbox.com, right? They have um right now. It says optimize for Series X, and you can click on the learn more thing. Uh, have you checked this out at all? Where they they talked about optimize Mm-mm. for Series X, and they go over like for instance, you can go to the website and look at Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it says it only supports 4K and smart delivery. So you think to yourself, well, maybe that doesn't really mean much. But then also. All these other games, like it mentions if it has 60 frames or not. So, for instance, uh, Bright Memory Infinite says 4K, 60 frames, and DirectX ray tracing. And uh, Chorus, 4K, 60 frames, DirectX ray tracing, and smart delivery. Um, The Ascent, 4K, 60 frames, and smart delivery. But then, so you go up to Valhalla and it just says 4K and smart delivery. So, no ray tracing and no 60 frames. Uh, the medium, 4K and direct X-ray tracing, so no 60 frames. Dirt 5, 4K, 120 frames, and smart delivery. So that, that obviously has the mode where you can play at 120 frames. Uh, Yakuza just says smart delivery, so that's not even 4K. Uh, Vampire, the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2 just says smart delivery. Scarlet Nexus says 4K and smart delivery. So I don't know if this list... I think a lot of this is like just they haven't decided yet. I mean, do you? Re- I mean, do you think so? I mean, I hope so because if Assassin's Creed Valhalla is not sixty frames on Series X, there's something like really wrong with that, in my opinion. I'm not expecting like ray tracing in Assassin's Creed, but I was at least expecting sixty frames because let's just if you assume here for a second that this is all true, out of the thirteen games they showed, six of them would essentially be thirty frames. And the only I, reason- no, I don't think I don't think there's a there's a chance that it won't be 60 frames on the Xbox Series X. I would like I would be shocked if that's 4K 30 on the Xbox Series X because that just means they they haven't optimized it for the Xbox Series X. Like if they if they can get like Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins to 4K 60 a uh, 4K 30 sorry on the Xbox One X, why wouldn't it be 60 on the Xbox Series X? I think it's just a case of like they're not ready to commit to something for sure, and so Maybe. they're ready to commit to it. Maybe I'm just saying like this is on Microsoft's own website, so it's not like I'm making making it up. And you go down and you scroll, and it and it, you know the games that supposedly are 60 frames that listed here. I'm just reading it off this, on Microsoft's own website. So like when you go to like Assassin's Creed, it it doesn't say it supports 60 frames. Now, like you said, maybe that's like oh they they don't know if it can do 60 frames yet. But also, what if it's just they already know? I I, I don't know. I, just, I, I saw that earlier. I, I was hoping for 60 frames on a lot of stuff. Um, but I, maybe the cross... I mean, it is a cross-gen games. I don't know how that kind of plays a part in all of it. So, yeah, I mean, the other Dude, game... This, this is like... This is kind of a bad time to be expecting developers to make multiple versions of games. That's they, the other part again, of this too, yeah. The whole coronavirus thing, everyone's stretched out and stuff like this, and Microsoft potentially might be asking developers to make versions for the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, Lockhart, and the Xbox Series X, potentially. You know, and um, maybe it's... maybe <laughs> There is a concern, I suppose, from this... 
that some developers will just be like, well, we'll optimize for the Series X later to, after we found out if anyone actually buys the damn thing because maybe it'll be so expensive no one will buy it in this current economic climate. You know, there's a lot of... They've created more questions than answers with this showcase, really. Like, now now we kind of... we literally sitting here, me and you, discussing whether or not their headline act, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, will be 60 frames a second on their next-gen console. We sit, we're literally sitting here debating this right now. They've created more questions than answers with this showcase. Well, which was... makes me wonder if this was even a good idea to put it on in the well, first here's the thing. place. Here's the thing. I, th- I appreciate them having a show because of what's going Like, everybody's quiet. Like, I like the show. I know a lot of people are in here like, you know, I, I, see, a lo- I see a lot of everybody's comments here, right? As the show itself, with the, I like the show. Because a lot of the games here appeal to me very much, right? I dig it. I give it a B. Like I liked what was here, but I but as like the first look, yeah, I thought it was a failure for your first look at Series X gameplay stuff. So I like the show, but I can also be like, I understand. Like this wasn't the best way to go about it. But it it also kind of speaks to the thing of like. You need Microsoft needs to be I don't know like they need to showcase exactly the differences of the consoles in a better way and I'm just trying to present this and I know some people listen to the show is that I think you can do a better job of it I think you can do a much better job showcasing this and getting the information across to people than uh you know than than what you did here like I think it was a misstep for doing this show first um, what people really want to see is first party. And and hopefully you, you're listening to all the feedback. You see every what, what people are saying. And, you know, you, you, go to your, you go to your first party studios and Johnny and basically say, we got to nail this stuff. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's going to be even worse, right? Um, see, like, Rider for Life says, Rain, I don't know what there was to like. Look, I'm not saying you need to like the stuff here. I'm just giving you uh, my opinion on it. Uh, we got one from here from, uh, I saw online ran. What did you like? Please your serious guy. Come on. See, that's the thing. It's like, I'm supposed to bow down and say like the whole show was shit and, and, and come down to your opinion because you didn't like anything. Give me a fucking break. Right. (laughs) I'll tell you what I liked. I liked bright memory infinite. I thought scorn looked cool as shit, regardless if it was a cinematic trailer. I think chorus looked cool. I thought call the sea looked interesting the Ascent looked rad. The Medium, I'm there day one. That looked great. And uh, Second Extinction looked like a fun time Dino Crisis. And obviously, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I think, is going to be a great game regardless. So those are the games I liked. The ones I didn't like, Dirt 5, don't really care. Look too much like Forza Horizon. If I want to play the better racing game, I'll play Forza Horizon. Don't give two shits about Madden NFL 21. I thought Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 looked bad. Um, Scarlet Nexus just isn't really for me. And Yakuza, I don't give a shit about. So, I mean, like, there was the stuff there I liked. Now, if you don't accept that, that that's my opinion, then get the fuck off my channel. Leave. <laughs> I don't need you here. You're... I'm going to get angry, Jazz. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to get angry. <laughs> um, Let's see here. I got a couple uh, ch- super chats to read. I got one from the Grounded Gamer, my buddy Fonz. He says, it's because console gamers on the whole would rather take graphics over higher frames, Ryan. It's sad. We may see devs continue this narrative, shaking my head, right? And then Phil's talked about how, like, 
the feel of games would be better this gen. 60 frames and what they're doing like. So hopefully that listing on xbox.com is wrong or not completely up to date and you know like Assassin's Creed is 60 frames uh you know going forward uh at, you know cuz that's what I want. I want 60 frames. And Sean Murray says, "Hey, there's a report saying all optimized games will be 60 60 to 100 frames. 30 frames is dead for Series X." Wanted to point that out, wanted to point out something in the chat. I hope so. If 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 it means optimized means 60 to 120 frames, that is absolutely fantastic, right? Uh, <laughs> man, I really pissed some people off here, huh? Look at the, you see all this <laughs> stuff in chat. Look at this. Holy crap! Looking. Imagine getting triggered over some dude's opinion about a show. Holy shit! You guys are fucking pathetic. Look at the look at some of these guys, Jazz. Fucking pathetic. I mean, I, Lethal's doing a good job doing that stuff. Like, I, I respect everybody's opinion. Like, if you didn't like the show, whatever. Like, I don't care if you didn't like it. I I I could give two shits, but I did. The thing is, like, a lot a lot of people are jumping on this as an opportunity. You know, they don't they don't actually care about any of the games. Like, if this was some for some people, if this was a Sony show, they'd be defending it outright, you know. But those are the kind. And similarly, on the flip side, the, there's going to be people out there who, on the Xbox side, who'll defend this show without criticizing any of it. But for the people who can't see past the console war because they're grown ass men who have nothing in their life but plastic obsession, they can't see the difference between like a good game and a bad game anymore. Like this, the whole, the whole negativity surrounding this event purely rests on the, the way it was built and that, that it was going to be this gameplay showcase of the next gen, the next gen capabilities. They didn't deliver on that promise. And they promised, they promised next gen gameplay showcase the first look, you know, and that's not how you make a first impression. All those games look pretty cool to me, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and cry that they're not all the games aren't the Last of Us or aren't the God, God of War, because I'm not the kind of shallow gamer who will only play a AAA, three hundred million dollar budget game. You know, I will happily like. I really like the look of the Ascent. Like, I really, really like the look of that game. I love Diablo. I love Cyberpunk. Diablo Cyberpunk is a great combination in my mind, but that's also not the game I would have used to showcase a next gen console. You know, it's okay yeah. to it's okay to have a measured opinion about things. You know, you don't have to defend something without criticizing it, and you don't have to, you know, obsess about the negativity and completely overlook anything positive because there's still lots of positive stuff about the show. You know, the Silent Silent Hill composer is back making a horror game. You know, that's know. huge. Who, who isn't excited that's huge. by that? Right? Akira Yamoka is back making mm. making a horror game. The nostalgia. The, the 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 sheer mastery of tension, like the fact that you can go back and play Sonic Hill Two even now, and it's still a better horror experience than a lot of games that come out in twenty twenty. That says it all, and the music is a huge part of that. And the fact that they're working with Bloober Team, who made some of the best horror experiences this whole generation, that's a match made in heaven. That's something to be excited about. But again, it's not something I'd use to showcase the capabilities of my next-gen system, which I've spent the last six months talking up. It's ray tracing, it's SSD, and all that sort of stuff. This was the wrong way to present the next-gen 
gameplay, and there's just nothing anyone can say about that. Yeah, but like, it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's no, not doom of and gloom. Not. No, of course it's not. got. We've got like the the Xbox Game Studio event, and we've got a lot of third party events coming up. We've got like the Cyberpunk's doing their own event. We've got EA doing their own event. Ubisoft are going to do their own events, and they're going to showcase next gen gameplay too. But this is just another instance of people jumping on the opportunity to kick Microsoft when it's down. And this is this is the problem with everything that Microsoft does right now, is that every misstep they make is ten times worse than a misstep Sony makes, because they're coming at they're coming at this whole thing from a position of weakness. They can't make the same kind of mistakes that Sony are making. Um, they can't make the same kind of mistakes. I mean, that Sony Sony could get away with is what I mean, you know. That's that's just my opinion. People need to like get out of their feelings of some of this stuff. We're just here to like offer our analysis and opinion and be analytical about it. It's not it's just plastic at the end of the day. Yeah, you know? it's 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 just it's just one show of many. Uh like I don't know. Like it's it's funny reading reading some of these guys get fucking triggered. I, I like I love it. I'm I like like Man, you're really pissed off over someone's opinion. Like, I here's the thing. I I don't get. I'm not upset by anybody saying that the show was shit. Like, you can you can go in the comments and say the show was shit all you want. It doesn't bother me. I respect your opinion. You know, like I, I I'm not gonna argue with you. I've never argued about with people about what they like or what they dislike. It, you're you're right. You know, if you didn't like the show, great. Like I, I, like I even said, like I even agree with you. Like as the first look for Series X gameplay, I thought this like was, I, a, I thought this was a, an abject failure. Like it, I like, had someone in my um, mentions in, on Twitter saying that they were going to quit Xbox over it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. People are, always, and I was like, I was like, what? Why are you going to be so dramatic if you're an adult? Yeah. Like, it's just well, a bunch of trailers. They never grew up. So here's the thing. It's like. You want me to, like, some people want me to shit on it, like, right? And I don't know how much harsher I can be by saying, as a first look at Xbox Series X gameplay that Microsoft hyped up all over the moon, this was an abject failure, in my opinion. Like, I don't know how much more harsh I could be, but as a show on its own, separated from the first look of Series X, I liked it, because there's quite a few games here that really caught my interest. So, sue me, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like, you just have to sort of look at everything in context. Like, yeah. even Chorus, like, the, that space combat game, that looked really cool. It looked like Everspace with a story. And that's one of the things, like, that about Everspace that never really hooked me was that the story the story delivery was just all through the, the sort of quirky narration with the ship's AI. But this has, like, full-blown cutscenes. So it looks pretty, pretty rad, you know. And But again, <laughs> it's not a game that I would headline an event with. Yeah, but it's still a cool game. But that's 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 the bottom line here. Uh, Hawaiian yeah. guy says, "Hey, I honestly just want to see fun games. I feel like next gen is going to be slow in the fun department. I think next gen is going to be great. I think there's going to be a ton of great games. Uh, I'm not really worried about that. It's just a matter of like, I, and the, the other the other aspect of this is like, you know, people are working from home. Things are going to be slow. Games are going to take a little bit longer now, and we're going to have to wait because of that. So it's like." You know, when when you give criticism, you know, think of that like, well, it's not the best essential working conditions for people to get these trailers and all this stuff out. And Sin Vendetta says, "Hey, Rand, this is why I respect and support you and Jez because you're both honest with anyone and everyone, keeping it 100." percent Well, thank you very much, Sin. Um, that's what we do, try to do here all the time. And Judah says, "Hey, 
I felt the show was disappointing, but if you liked it, ran, that is, of course, okay, too. We all like different things. Remember, all the big devs will have their own shows later. So we all have games to play. Look, hey, I, you don't like the show that you thought was disappointing? That's, 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 hey, that's your, that's your opinion, man. I'm not going to argue with you. And like I said, I liked it as a show, but as the first look at Series X gameplay, it wasn't very good. And we have one here uh, from J-Dub, Mr. Kratos. Oh, God, here he comes to rub this in. Hey, Randon J. Jez, I am just here to call the Inside Xbox show dog shit. Do better, Microsoft. That is all. Have a great day. Keep on. Yeah, I, I agree. Microsoft has to do a, a better job next time, Jay. You have a good one, buddy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so with Microsoft also announcing the Xbox 2020, uh thing jazz and having the july event being first party like what do you in your opinion does microsoft have to do for the july event to kind of change to 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 put this event in their rearview mirror and make everybody who was disappointed in this being like okay we see what you're doing microsoft uh you know we're back on board etc etc what do you think they have to do well first of all I don't think they have to do anything because ultimately only a small slice of the potential audience is going to see this and the tone that it sets with influencers has already been done. So um, there's nothing that can, they really need to do to come back from this. What All they need to do is have good games and show them. And I still believe that that's what they've got. You know, this The whole dynamic of marketing gaming has completely been up, upended by coronavirus this year. Or, well, I've just demonetized your whole channel. Sorry, Ram. But um, it's been upended by the whole virus pandemic bullshit. And that whole dynamic has changed to a point where a lot of the studios, instead of thinking, oh, we should put our game on Microsoft stage because there's no point in, point in us having our own stage, a lot of them are now just thinking, we'll just do our own digital event, you know. Cyberpunk's doing their Night City Wire show, I believe it's called, in a in a few weeks, which they're going to show off gameplay of Cyberpunk. You know, we're going to see a full full demo breakdown of Cyberpunk, which we probably would have seen on Microsoft stage had E3 been a thing. But it's uh, what's important for Microsoft is to just sort of keep on what they, what I would do if I was Microsoft is I would try and sit down with the developers after the whole Cyberpunk event. I would try and have an exclusive video on the Xbox channel or whatever saying like, this is how the Xbox Series X enhances Cyberpunk. Because that whole Xbox One, Xbox Series X optimized sticker they posted, that means nothing. What does Xbox Series X optimization mean? You know, it's going to mean something different for every single game. And, um, you know, it was, it was a more simple proposition with the Xbox One X. With the Xbox One X, we know that... Basically, all it meant was better resolution. That's all it meant for the Xbox Xbox One X. But for Xbox Series X, it's going to mean a whole load of things. It's going to be like, does this game have ray tracing or not? Does this game have 60 frames or not? Does this game have like extra features as a result of having an SSD or not? It's going to mean a whole load of different things. So if I was Microsoft, I'd make a whole series of videos where they sit down with the developer, show off actual real gameplay and not like these super cut trailers that show camera angles that aren't even going to be in the game i would have them sit down with the developers and be like this is what you do in the game blah 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 and if you see here here's some like i don't know subspace reflections or something which aren't possible on the xbox one x 
as a result of the boosted hardware. Here's some ray traced reflections in the bathroom, and you know, which aren't possible on the Xbox One X. Or like, look, during the sex scene, you can see yourself in the mirror thanks to ray tracing, but you wouldn't be able to see that on the Xbox One X. So you get more sex scenes on the Xbox Series X version. You know, just stupid stuff like that. Like even the smallest little details. Um, would be great to learn about how the Xbox Series X enhances the games. And they can do one of those for every single game. Because presumably every single Xbox Series X enhanced game is going to have something that sets it apart. And um, and then, of course, we've got the July event where they go through everything that they've invested in in terms of first party. Um, and ultimately, Rand, like you said to me earlier, they've put a lot more pressure on first party studios, haven't they? Yeah, they have. But also, I, I did see that uh, there's also going to be third party at the July thing, too. I think I saw Shinobi uh, uh, say something on Reset Era about that. Yeah, possibly. So is the, the July thing more... So is the July thing not just first party, but more of like the bigger show where it's just like everything? Because, you know what I mean? Like, if that's the case, then yeah, I, I, they probably... Well, the one thing I did say is like Matt Booty said we're going to be seeing what Obsidian and Double Fine and you know Ninja Theory up to, but he didn't say anything about Playground or Initiative, and I hope that wasn't just like, you know, they're not planning on showing anything from those two because I think Microsoft really needs to, uh, to get you know like I I just hope it's like yeah you know you tune in and Playgrounds up oh, you, you know we're going to end the show with Fable or end the show with Perfect Dark or something like that, but, um. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know, you know what it is, Jazz? It's just basically just like, <laughs> why, why does it always come down to this where just like, yeah, just wait, just wait again till July. And then what happens if July comes around and it's not any good? What are you going to say then? Wait till August and, and <laughs> wait, wait till September, you know, <laughs> like people have been saying, wait for insert X event or year since uh, you know, 2016, essentially, right? Like, and I was per like, I understand games take time to make, and I'm I'm a patient person. I don't got a million gamers like you don't get a million gamer score, especially when I got a million gamer score when I was actually pretty difficult to do without being a patient, patient person. You know, but um, I want to see what Xbox is working on. I want to see the games that they're making, not just for like the games for this year. And a little bit for next year. I want to see. I want to see the the whole list. I want to see what all your studios are working on. It's time now. Like that. That would be my feedback. My feedback would be like, "Hey, show's great. Uh, two, uh, you overhyped this way too much, and uh, you put way too much pressure on your first party. And uh, yeah, we need a Halo Infinite demo. Uh, we need extended gameplay <laughs> stuff of your games. Otherwise, people, you're just gonna experience the same thing. Um." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> woo. Man, a lot of Sony fans watching uh, the podcast today. I mean, granted, I mean, a lot of these games were also PlayStation games, so. Um, That's true. Uh, Ray says, hey, Xbox was beholden to third party today. It was up to third party what was shown. True. That is uh, that is very true, but. Well, that's that's another thing. It's like, this is probably some of the best games that could get involved. You know, yeah. I mean, well, while it was up to the third party, what was shown, Microsoft uh, decided to hype it up and present it the way yeah. they presented it. Uh, third party didn't make them do it that way. 
Uh, Facial007 says, hey, tell J-Dub to stop talking Xbox, stop stalking Xbox players like a mad ex-girlfriend. The stow was still better than the boring spec show of PS5 or the logo reveal. I mean, he ain't lying, J-Dub. I mean, you were, uh, you were standing for Cerny up there for 50 minutes giving that, uh, speech. You know, in fact, weren't you out there saying the the PS5 was going to be 13.3 teraflops and all that stuff? Uh, <laughs> weren't you weren't you one of the guys cheerleading that with uh, all those fake PS5 insiders that have been proven wrong again and again and again and again every single time? I think I think you were. Shout out to Dizzy. He says the biggest announcement: Amazon going third party. I didn't notice that. Jazz on the uh, like 140 partners that Amazon was on there. Um, that's really weird. Well, they want people that's to. Weird. They want people. Like, to Amazon. Have you seen Amazon's game? Uh, no, I haven't. Right, Amazon. Amazon's first game that they've announced is called Crucible, and it's basically Overwatch slash mm. Fortnite. It's another one of those hero games. It's like, is that another the best one, huh? they could come up with? Oh, I guess man. so. What else we got here? Uh... Shane says, was this show any worse than being shown a badge? And Penny Unwise says a few things. Scorn looks great. Is Cuphead DLC just turning into Cuphead 2, an Xbox exclusive? Last Double Fine at the July event, what are they showing? I have no clue what Double Fine's going to show at the July event. Did so Cup- I've seen people already DMing me hoping that it's Banjo. I, I hope not. <laughs> just because just because like they make like Psychonauts 3D platform. I'm, I'm personally... I'm personally looking. F- I want to know who's making Gary Potter. <laughs> Gary Potter. <laughs> Gary Potter. Uh, that, Gary that's... Potter, man. What a game. I know, right? Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about, Jez? Anything else you want to hit on? Ooh. I mean, we've gone uh, over. No idea, bro. What was the, uh, the 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 best game here, Jez? Out of all of them here, the the, the best one, the one that uh, stuck me, with you honestly, the most. The one for me, honestly, was The Ascent. I've watched that trailer like four times now. And like the detail in the environments, like the, the combat looks great. Like if that's if that game really sort of hits the the scope of Diablo, even approaches it, it's going to be like one of the games I play for a long time, I think. Because I just love those style of games. I love Diablo games. I love Minecraft Dungeons. I love Diablo. I'm, I'm hyped out of my mind for Diablo 4. Like... When I think about Diablo 4, I actually feel ill because of how hyped I am for that game. So anything that scratches my Diablo itch like is is a top tier title for me. But then also the me uh, the medium, just because of Akira Yamoka, you know, I grew up playing Silent Hill, and you know, I was I was horrified when Konami cancelled Silent Hills. I was horrified. Like that that's the fact that Konami would do that is scarier than Silent Hill itself. So like PT, it's 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 just funny that PT is like the best horror game we've had for years, and it's like a demo on PlayStation Four that you can't even download anymore. It's like my brother has a PlayStation Four with PT installed, <laughs> and it's like gold dust now because you can't get it anymore. Um, but yeah, like I am. It looks like Bloober Team are stepping up. It looks like they're stepping up a notch. If you watch that trailer and. They say it's representative of in-engine footage. It had sort of, you know, Z- Zidinslaw, Beksinski vibes. I don't know if you know that artist. Uh, He's sort of... I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. 
Beksinski. He sort of, I've probably pronounced his name completely wrong, but I believe he's like a Polish artist. He does like these sort of rust colored uh, World War Two inspired demon paintings that are just incredible, you know. Um, you, if you're into like creepy pasta and stuff, you've probably seen them around on the internet. But the medium just looked great too. So for me, it's the medium and the ascent are the top two games I'm looking forward to. And um, that's just re- disregarding the fact that I expect Valhalla will deliver just because Assassin, Assassin's Creed always kind of does. So what about you? For me, uh, yeah, the medium uh, and Bright Memory Infinite and uh, Scorn were the ones that really stood out. But you know, I also like Chorus and the the uh, you know the uh, the Ascent. Um, little disappointed that Valhalla was pretty bad. That trailer wasn't very good. Like gameplay, my ass, essentially, right? Like, ugh, man, I can't believe they uh, they hyped that up and that's what we got. Like that cinematic trailer was way better than this like gameplay trailer. Like I'm still gonna play Valhalla day one, but. Ugh, that that was just a bad, bad, bad trailer. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> that happens. But um, with the other events that are happening, Jez, we know we got one in June, and we got the one in July, presumably one in August. When are we going to get the announcement of Xbox Lockhart? When are we going to get the announcement that pre-orders are available for the systems? When are we going to get the announcement that that uh, of the price and the release date? What's going on here? Like, what's going on in mm. June? Like, what's happening? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Like, I heard that... Um, I heard that Lockhart was hitting take-home, right? So, like, some people can now take home the Xbox Lockhart to test at home. And I also... I have spoken to developers who have confirmed to me that they are building Lockhart versions of their games already. So... Mm. You know, it's a thing. It has to be a thing. I just have no idea where it is. It's kind of like a case of the price of that console is the whole story. So you can't announce the console without the price. And if they don't have the price, then they can't kind of can't announce it. Otherwise, what's what's the point? So I don't know. Maybe we see it in June. Maybe Microsoft just gives up and thinks, you know what? We just have to announce this thing now. It's going to leak. You know, people are going to be asking questions. Let's just let's just post it, you know. So there's going to be something in June, uh, sort of. I don't know. Platform event. I think they've already confirmed it. So maybe we'll see Lockhart then. Maybe we'll see what the dashboard looks like if they are going to do a different dashboard. We already know that the the intro animation is different. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. Um, God, one. I I don't think we're gonna get. We're not going to get Lockhart till they get the price. I don't think they reveal price until August, maybe. Because I'm trying to think mm-hmm. here. Like, I think June, I, from what I understand, June is in conjunction with IGN. It's not like an event Xbox is doing, and I guess it's more focused on like services and platform, right? And July is the first party event with some third party, supposedly. So mm-hmm. part of me is thinking that August is when pre-orders open up and that microsoft will give the price i I mean i could be wrong maybe they do that at the end of this july thing because sony is rumored to be having an event at the beginning of july and hell there's even rumors that they're about to unveil the console in a couple weeks here i don't know if you saw edges uh announcement today the the magazine Mm -hmm. uh they have this red cover that they're unveiling on may 21st and it's like uh let me 
Uh, it's like next generate, like the next generation arises or something like that. Uh, let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, if someone has the tweet to uh, to to for the Edge magazine, put it in chat because I where is it? Oh yeah. So Edge Mag Edge Online tweeted out the next generation rises May twenty first, uh, issue number three forty six, and it's just a red, it's just a red thing. And there's some people out there that think that that is going to be the reveal of the PlayStation 5 console. Like, they'll reveal the console that day and Edge will have some information going to print. And that, you know, so they'll reveal the look of the console and then supposedly there's the event for PlayStation in kind of the beginning of July. Um, And I do think Microsoft really wants PlayStation to unveil the price first. Before they unveil, before they price Lockhart, because I can imagine like Microsoft pricing Lockhart at two ninety nine, but then PlayStation pricing the system at five hundred. Microsoft thinking to themselves, "Yo, we could have priced it at three forty nine and get some money back," or Microsoft pricing Lockhart at three ninety nine because they expect PS five to be five hundred, but then PS five surprising them and pricing it at four hundred. You know what I mean? So I think they want to know exactly what the PS5's price is before they tell anybody and give the price on what they what they're trying you know what what they're going to do with Lockhart. Um, Eagles fan says, "Hey, from the list of third-party studio supporters who didn't show up on that list, that could be first party now. Soho Studios and Fight Sim. I did also see Platinum Games wasn't on that list, Jez. I don't know if you took a look at that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Pretty well, sh- actually, I did see the whole list, but I haven't." gone through pretty sure i look i was looking through and i couldn't find platinum games uh which he means they're either not supporting xbox or their first party which they're not first party because they just got a huge influx of cash so maybe they're not supporting maybe they're just not there i don't know uh ray says hey xbox you know by now when you say you're going to showcase gameplay then showcase are you held accountable that's what they're really getting killed on they're getting killed on calling it first look gameplay and there barely was any gameplay uh, Faisal says, hey, at least Microsoft can take one. They did not disable the comments or the likes or dislikes or flag people videos. Flag people's videos for talking about the leaks. That's true. Um, Sony put out a Last of Us 2 trailer uh, yesterday, Jez. And it was absolutely amazing. I cannot I wait to play the, the that game on June kind of like, 17th. The thing is, when with me, right, when I know I'm going to buy a game and when I know I don't have to cover it for work, I avoid it. I avoid it completely because I want to go in blind. So like I'm going to go into the last of us completely blind and hopefully have a, like a pure experience. Cause that's kind of how I played the last of the, the other last of us. Cause I didn't really, ha- I didn't have a PlayStation three, so I couldn't play the original. And when I played the last of us for the first time, a couple of years ago, or was it about a year ago, a couple of years ago? I don't know, but you know, it blew my mind. Like I just was completely unprepared for the, the gameplay. I was completely unprepared for the intro. It like it killed me. You know. So yeah. I I want to have I I like to have that experience when I can get it because when you're writing and covering games for a living, you often can't have that experience anymore because you have to like go through every trailer. You have to like play broken beta builds, which kind of stunts the experience a little bit sometimes. So. Yeah, I'm going completely blind to The Last of Us. Yeah, so basically because of what's going on with all the leaks of Last of Us, uh, Sony turned off the like and dislike ratio on the video and they turned off comments. 
Why did they turn off the dislike ratio? Because they knew every like the the people that are super angry about the Last of Us stuff were gonna dislike bomb it. And it's true if you actually go to IGN or GameSpot's reuploads of that trailer, the the like and dislikes are about fifty fifty. Like there are, are a ton of dislikes. Angry about the yeah, the, people are pissed, dude. Like yeah, people are like the the anti social justice warrior brigade are really pissed off about Last of Us too. Like really. I don't know oh, why. Okay. I don't know why. Because, and I'm not even looking at chat now because I'm not. I don't want to get spoiled. I, I, I don't know why because I haven't read the leaks. But apparently, it's really pissed off a lot of that crowd. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that that crowd, like the quartering, and like uh, like the oh. like the, like it's pissed off those guys. So oh. and <laughs> you know people pe- like you know game, they're angry. So like people are disliking vids and stuff. So Sony. Did that and Microsoft? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't turn that off for this thing, and they are getting like you know disliked, bombed to hell, which shows like, hey, people didn't like the show. That's what the like the dislike button there is for, right? I mean, right <laughs> now we have you know four hundred likes, forty eight dislikes. I knew there'd be more dislikes than normal. People didn't like my uh, you know my opinion on what we had to say here, and I'm sure people didn't like yours. I mean, there are some hardcore Xbox fans. There are some hardcore Xbox fans who only want to hear. Everything's great in Xbox land. Xbox is the best box. Nothing. They never do anything wrong. Sony's the worst thing of all time, right? Like, there's that <laughs> section of Xbox fans who thinks Microsoft is perfect and they can do no wrong, and Xbox is amazing, and the media is just biased, right? There is a definite group of those people. So whenever you you offer some criticism of Xbox, they hate you for it. You know, I, I kind of came. Uh, brushed up against that group when I was said Crackdown 3 uh, looked horrible and Microsoft was doing all those horrible things to it, like showing it off. Those people were pissed at me. for How dare you criticize Microsoft, Rand? Right? How dare you criticize Xbox? They're, they're amazing. They always do the best. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, uh, Microsoft can't be criticized just like Sony can be criticized. So, I, you know, you know new people would be like, well, the, all the Xbox, like, extremists, as I call them, uh, they'll pissed off that you say the show's bad, right? But then, of course, there's the Sony fans who are like, "Well, these guys better say the show was, you know, show was horrible." And you know, what, oh, Rand kind of like some of it, dislike what? I, I said as a show separate from the first look, it was good. But yeah, as the first look, it was pretty bad, right? I, it, I don't know. You just kind of, um, you, <laughs> I just keep that in mind. Uh, and it's predictable because I knew it was going to happen. I knew people were going to dislike the video based on all that. I'm sure there's, you know, some Xbox fans were like, I can't, this is, Sony could get away with this if Sony sold this. Like, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, um, hit us up with some questions uh, because I think we've kind of kind of uh, run run the course of what here to talk about. So uh, if you guys any, you know, drunk. yeah, Jez, keep, like, keep Jez, you want to keep us here, keep Jez drinking ask us some questions uh we'll be glad to answer it and we appreciate everybody being here everybody that showed support in super chat or you know typed a nice comment in chat i know some of uh some of these guys really got uh (laughs) triggered by what we had to say um yeah we appreciate everyone being here hit the like button hit the subscribe button follow me and jazz on twitter let's answer some questions jazz let's see i want to see what people have to say here man a lot of people uh I have the thing where you can't really like say bad words and it automatically hides like the comments and man, there've been a ton of 
uh, commons being hidden here. <laughs> um, not hiding, like the, the mod can either show it or hide it, but um, we got one here from Cinema Games. Uh, question, why didn't we see anything about Red Dead Redemption 2 Game Pass? And that is it's something I did I did say potentially could happen in my prediction video because I was like, is it a coincidence that Game Pass is adding Red Dead Redemption 2 today and also the event is today? And I thought to myself, well, Microsoft would love to tell everybody watching this that Red Dead Redemption is on Game Pass. So I thought, well, maybe Rockstar is up, you know, enhancing it. So I thought that was the whole base of that. Like, I thought maybe that would, you know, that's how it would happen. But clearly it's not. Because uh, who knows if Rockstar is going to spend any time enhancing Red Dead Redemption 2 because they're working on Grand Theft Auto 5 or Grand Theft Auto 6. So I, I don't know. Uh, you, you got anything to add to that, Jez? I don't know. I just think, like, the thing is we've criticized them in the past for talking about Game Pass too much during that's one true. of these shows. That's true. So it's kind of like someone said earlier, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't, right? Yeah. And shout out to uh, Sajibat again for the big donation. Uh, he says, thanks for the show. Thanks for being here. It's been a long time. We, me, me and Jess haven't seen you around. I think it's been quite a while. I think it's been almost a year. You, I think you're, judging from your Twitter, you've been, well, I don't know if you're recently playing World of Warcraft, but for a long time, you were addicted to World of Warcraft. So we appreciate you being here. Um we got one from El Paul. What do you think about Teclan knocking down the acquisition talk? And do you think the 20 by 20 reference means 20 studios by end of 2020? So yeah, Jez, you see the thing about Techland having to come out and saying that they yeah. weren't getting bought by Microsoft and the game was actually fine and all that stuff? Indeed. I um, It's interesting because I, I trolled you, didn't I? You <laughs> you love trolling me with that stuff. You sure do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I... Uh, I never heard that they were going to buy Techland. I think these rumors came from Microsoft. We're exploring Poland for potential acquisitions. They've invested a billion dollars into Poland's infrastructure. They're building a new cloud platform there and stuff like that. So I think a lot of people put two and two together and made five, kind of. Um, I don't think Microsoft will buy Techland because it's not the kind of studio they're looking for. They're looking for studios who can deliver games on a quick cadence. And that just is not Techland. Techland has never really shown themselves to be a studio that can deliver games quickly, reliably. Like they, Hell Raid was cancelled, and you know Dying Light Two slipped its uh, launch day and all that sort of stuff. So it's not really the studio I think Microsoft will buy. And mm -hmm. um, sure, it's like the kind of studio that would make a nice headline or make a great YouTube video and stuff like that, or give like you know give people ammunition in an argument but uh, is that the right studio for microsoft to buy from a perspective of we need games in game pass every month to keep the subscription rolling probably not yeah probably um, not so while i'm you know i'm a fan of techland um dying light one was great dying light two looks amazing i saw it last year at gamescom i think or was it e3 i can't remember i saw it at one of those shows anyway and it looked absolutely tremendous i think i might have actually come back and said to you that Dying Light 2 actually looked more polished to me than Cyberpunk did. You did, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I had like the Cyberpunk demo and then I went straight into the, the Dying Light 2 demo and I remember thinking, wow, Dying Light 2 actually looks more polished than Cyberpunk. Bear in mind, this was like two two years ago or a year ago or something. So like, things have probably changed since then because they also had to come out and say that 
rumors from a Polish developer magazine about the game being in development hell. They had to come back and basically talk away those rumors too and say like, no, the game's hitting its milestones and whatever, blah, 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 blah. Of course, we don't know because they, of course, they're going to say that. But, you know, uh, it is what it is. It um, is. I don't think Microsoft will buy Techland. Yeah. Um, shout out to Pro Killer Dante for becoming the newest member of the channel. Uh, I appreciate that. Anybody else who wants to uh, support the channel, there's the little join button. And I have Cold Eastwood going to be making some uh, some killer emotes that people can use in the chat and stuff like that. So appreciate oh, nice. it. Uh, Ra- whiskey emote. Yeah, whiskey. Ravenflow says, thanks for the show, guys. Chat, hit the like button. Uh, indeed, hit that like button, guys. Deck Captain James says, hey, people need to stop taking entertainment so seriously. Remove the word gameplay and it's the best inside Xbox to date. Keep it real, guys. I agree. It's the best inside Xbox. And if this was an event that took place after the first party one, I think people would be way more receptive of it. You know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Faisal says, hey, do you think Killer Instinct 2, Batman Quarter Hours are coming? Uh, the Batman game's definitely coming. Killer Instinct 2, Jez, I'll let you answer that. Uh, sorry, what was the question? Killer Instinct 2. Um, it's not in development. Sorry. Mm. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, Raven's Woe. He says, I Gunny- heard that, like, sorry. I, you know, we, we heard rumors for a while that, like, there were concepts being explored and stuff like that. But the last thing I heard was that the game straight up wasn't in development and it wasn't a priority. And it's something that they would make if the right studio came along at the right time with the right pitch. But right now, it looks like you can't expect that game anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, Raven's Rose says, hey, got any details about Call of C? Looks cool. There's actually a big in-depth article on Inside Xbox, or Inside Xbox, uh, Xbox Wire. They have articles from each one of the games written by the developer. So if you want to learn more about it, I'd recommend going over there and reading uh, what the developer uh, has to say about the game. I thought that game looks pretty cool. Uh, Leonardo says, Hey, where did you, where did you come with the four teraflop series S jazz? Uh, what, what do you mean? You want, I where guess he I wants to know where'd you come up with it? Well, it was in the same, it was in the same catch of information where I said the Xbox series X was 12 teraflops, which we got right. So the fact that we got the Xbox series X being 12 teraflops, right. And we got the clock speed, right. We got the Ram, right. We got basically every spec, right. And it, as part of that information, Four teraflop Lockhart was in there, so if that lock, if the Anaconda stuff was right, the Xbox Series X stuff was right, the Lockhart stuff was probably right. Yeah. Uh, Keller Ricks wants to know, hey, how much do you think Bright Memory will be on Xbox since it's nine dollars in Steam? Do you think Xbox will price the game higher on Xbox? Maybe. Now, it's important to say that the 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 game on Steam is just a tech demo. I don't think it's the full game. So. It might be a little bit different when it launches proper. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I need to look into that. Yeah. But that's what I've heard. But then sometimes there are games that are cheaper on Steam. You know, the the, the, the prices are different on Xbox for whatever reason. Um, Face wants to know, hey, Rand and Jez, what is your Last of Us 2 Metacritic prediction? Um, See, like, I was expecting a 94, 95, like, right around God of War, 95, before all this. And... I guess it depends on how much, like I know I've been re- like like people are pissed about the leaks and stuff and what's in the game. I'm gonna and I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm at least expecting a 90. I'm gonna say like a 92. I know I know a couple of PlayStation fans I talk to are expecting low 90s and even 80s now. So I don't know what the heck is in the leaks, but 
I don't expect it. Like, because I was just watching the gameplay. It's like, man, a lot, a lot of games do that. Like, that's going to be... Well, why did Final Fantasy VII end up? Like an 86, I think, maybe? An 87? Right. right around there? I think... I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I think somewhere right around there. Uh, Penny Unwise says, "Hey, why is Cuphead gone radio silent? I would imagine because it takes a long time to do those uh, graphics uh, ha- hand drawn, right?" Yeah, uh, and don't forget that New Zealand had like pretty aggressive lockdown measures. I think to start yeah. with, um, but that was a while ago. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same reason the the base game took so long to make. It takes a long time to hand paint all that stuff. Paul, Paul says, is Xbox in dire need of a new head of marketing? Aaron Greenberg seems out of touch after 20 years. Well, he's not the head of marketing. Um, no. Jerry West is, I think, or Jerry West. Like, he just recently came from Netflix. He's the corporate yeah. vice president of marketing at Xbox. Yeah, Aaron is not the head of marketing. So, he's just, Aaron's just prominent on social media, but he's not the head of marketing. Yeah. The head of marketing is that Netflix guy. Um, and he hasn't really been there long enough to really make his mark yet i think so that's something that you might see over the coming months but again it's kind of like a lot of marketing departments right now are trying to like figure out how you market games in the coronavirus era because you can't have press events you can't you know show your demos off with pr sitting over your shoulder and stuff like that like i've had like a bunch of virtual press demos and each one of them was slightly different it was it's a lot there's a lot of trial and error going on right now which which feels like growing pains you know so yeah um i will say though aaron's a nice guy um but uh i think i think he really needs to get a better camera Uh, honestly like they all need better cameras and they all yeah, need better microphones they do like if you're if if you're gonna do that and present this stuff to the world you need a better camera and a better microphone so people can hear you properly and people can see you properly and it's not like you work at some startup it, it, the, like those those cameras and those microphones are cheap like the one I have a Yeti, which was like one hundred and fifty dollars when I bought it a couple years ago, and I even have a, a, you know, I even have a, a camera, but I don't. It's not even plugged in, and it's just like, I would, I don't know. It's just like, you, you tune in and you see Aaron in bl- like a blurry image and stuff. It's like, get yourself a better camera, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I just kind of, I, I, I just, I. I know the, it's about the, the games and stuff, but I think the overall like presentation. I know everybody's working from home and all that stuff, but like, it was the microphones for me more than anything because it's like microphones are so cheap to buy a quality quality microphone. I like in my article earlier, I actually linked our best best microphones for streamers, and Microsoft should check that out and hit some of the affiliate links in there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Ching. Uh- <laughs> Sin Vendetta says, "Hey, if Xbox wants a studio that can turn out games for Game Pass every month, then they should acquire Radalika Games." No, no, Radalika Games is horrible. Like, they, who's they, that? Radalika Games is a, is a publisher that's basically ruined Gamer Score. They put out a, a ten minute easy thousand Gamer Score every single every single week, and they're Oof. horrible, horrible games. Uh, Dizzy if. wants to know, hey, was it just me or does anybody else think it's Jesse Eisenberg reprising his roles like Sleuth or, or spinoff Joker at the beginning of that vampire trailer? Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of. They, they, they kind of look like that, yeah. 
Uh, Thanaril says, hey, do you think it was creepy at the start? Do you think uh, 343 is keeping quiet to avoid spoilers? It's pretty amazing not much is leaked yet. Um, I don't think they're keeping quiet to avoid spoilers. Uh, to be honest, I, um, they just really haven't had a chance to show off the game in the way they wanted to, I would, I would guess. I think they're just, they're just keeping their heads down and getting on with it. Yeah, that is true. That, that, that is definitely true. Um, so what else we got here? Uh... Someone said, uh, Mohawk says, how come Rockstar Games wasn't in the wall of studios to support Series X? I didn't notice that. I'd have to look again. Because that would be uh, pretty huge if Rockstar wasn't supporting Series X. You have, you have to do some investigative uh, journalism, right? Oh, man, I hate journalism. I know. You better go You better go take a look. Uh, let's oh, see man. Any, more, any more questions here? Uh, Jack Ablano says, hey, the 2020 blog mentioned Xbox Monthly Moments will take place throughout the rest of the year. If Series X releases in November, what can we expect from a December event? I really think what they mean is events throughout the rest of the year leading up to the launch of Series X. I don't think they'll have an event after it's out. I could be wrong, but I think that's what they really mean. Um, we have, uh, Fajal says, hey, do you think Hellblade 2 is going to be AAA? And do you think Double Fine should do a banjo game? Uh, Hellblade 2 is going to be... Yeah, I mean... It, Hellblade 1 was kind of like, could an indie studio make a AAA game on an indie budget? Right? That was the whole point of that game. And Hellblade 2 has twice as many developers on it as the first. So I think it... Yeah, I think it'll be AAA. Maybe not to the degree of like something like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But I think it'll be a way bigger game than Hellblade 1. And do I think Double Fine should do a banjo game? I'm of the opinion nobody should do a banjo game. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think they should do whatever game they like. Yeah. But I do think that some there is a studio out there somewhere that can make a good 2020 plus banjo game to give the fans what they need. Yeah, you know what? And 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 I want I want the fans to get a banjo game. So. I hopefully somebody uh, uh hopefully maybe a different studio makes it that's not I mean I guess Double Fine could make it. I mean they're they make platform games, that would be fine. Um and with that, I think we're probably gonna end the show. We've gone on a little bit longer than I thought we would. We talked about a lot. Um got anything to say anything to say, Jez, before we get on out of here? And working on any articles? By no, I'm going on vacation actually. Going so, on vacation. Okay. We'll, we'll do the podcast on Friday next week. Yes. Back. We'll be back on Friday for the podcast. Uh, obviously, this will be uploaded on iTunes and Spotify. So, shout out to everybody listening there. And uh, before you guys leave, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate everyone being here. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend and uh, keep it gaming, guys. Later. Take care, everyone.